Welcome to 9to5Mac Daily for Wednesday, October 26th, 2022. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by Adagy. Leading off today with the official release of iOS 16.1 on Monday, Apple introduced something called Live Activities, a new way for applications to provide useful information right on your iPhone's lock screen or in the dynamic island. Now, with the first iOS 16.2 beta, Apple is working to let users choose to keep live activities updated more frequently. The new option, which is not yet enabled in iOS 16.2, will provide, quote, more frequent updates for live activities. When this option is enabled, live activities and dynamic island interactions will request updates at shorter intervals to show more real-time information. At the same time, the same message found within iOS 16.2 code warns that enabling this more frequent updates option could also drain your iPhone's battery faster. Once available, this new option will be accessible to users in the settings application. It'll be a useful option for some applications that show details in real time about things like flights, food orders, Uber rides, and more. Apple is expected to make this feature public before the official release of iOS 16.2 to give developers time to implement the more real-time information into their applications. In other news today, Apple is once again said to be working on a larger version of the iPad. According to a new report from The Information, which cites, quote, a person familiar with the project, the new iPad could be released as soon as next year with a 16-inch display. The report explains that this device would further blur the line between the iPad and the Mac, bringing the iPad's display in line with Apple's biggest laptop. Apple is currently targeting a release date sometime in the fourth quarter of next year, and as always, the report cautions that Apple's plans could change and the project could actually be scrapped altogether. The report goes on to say that the device would be geared towards creative professionals, such as graphic artists and designers, who prefer a larger screen. But it's still unclear how exactly Apple could position a 16-inch iPad in its lineup. Currently, Apple offers iPad models ranging from the iPad Mini with an 8.3-inch display up to the iPad Pro with a 12.9-inch display. Today's report doesn't make mention of whether this 16-inch iPad would be branded as an iPad Pro or simply as an iPad. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman has also said that Apple is developing a larger version of the iPad, and the reliable display analyst Ross Young has said there's also a 14-inch iPad in the works with a mini-LED display. The model reported by Young would make for a higher-end device because currently the only iPad with mini-LED display technology is the bigger version of the iPad Pro. So we'll have to wait and see how exactly Apple will market a 16-inch iPad, but we expect more rumors and speculation over the next year ahead of this targeted release date of Q4 2023. We are sponsored this week by Adigy. Adigy helps you do more than just manage your Apple devices. It's the only fully cloud-based, multi-tenant Apple MDM platform designed for scalability. It gives you the features, functionality, and flexibility you need to customize and manage your Apple devices how you want. So you can ensure your Apple infrastructure is optimized to best support your environment 
and help your team be as productive as possible every day. There are many ways that Adigee is different. This includes zero-touch deployment, secure authentication with trusted providers, self-service capabilities, and much more. If that sounds good, let's get to work. Guarantee your Apple success with Adigee. Visit adigee.com slash 9to5Mac for a fast, free, and easy 14-day trial. That's adigee, A-D-D-I-G-Y dot com slash 9to5Mac. Being proactive doesn't have to be a pain in the asterisk. Start your trial at the link in the show notes below and learn why more than 4,000 companies rely on Adigee to manage their Apple devices. Rounding out today, the European Union recently formalized new legislation that would require most all personal electronics to switch to USB-C for charging and data transfer. And now, for the first time, Apple has confirmed that it will have to comply with this new regulation despite the fact that the company still fundamentally disagrees with the idea of a common charger law. The confirmation came from Apple executive Greg Joswiak, the company's senior vice president of worldwide marketing. Joswiak, along with senior vice president Craig Federighi, were interviewed at an event for the Wall Street Journal last night. And of course, this new EU legislation was one of the first things they were asked about. Joswiak explained that USB-C and Lightning are the world's two most popular connectors, with over 1 billion Lightning cables out in the wild. According to Joswiak, Apple's belief is that the company struck a balance by using a type of cable that you can disconnect from the power brick, meaning one side can have Lightning, and the other can have whichever sort of connector is most convenient for the user, such as USB-C or USB-A. He went on to say that EU lawmakers and Apple have been in a little bit of a disagreement about the idea of a common charger regulation. He said that despite the fact the EU has good intentions, it's not something that should be regulated. He pointed out that EU lawmakers also once tried to standardize on the now outdated micro USB connector. But ultimately, Joswiak confirmed that Apple is not above the law, and it'll have no choice but to comply and switch the iPhone from Lightning to USB-C. Reporting from sources such as Bloomberg and Ming-Chi Kuo have indicated that Apple is planning to make the jump to USB-C with the iPhone 15 next year, which would make the iPhone 14 the last iPhone after 10 years to use Lightning for charging. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on Twitter, at Chance H. Miller, and be sure to come back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.